you want to you want to kick this thing off, Dalton? I'll let you do this this duty. Welcome to If You Catch My Graft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lot, I just took a real big hit off my vape, and I was like, not ready to come in there, but, but we're fucking doing it. You, got, just a idea. you got a sinus thing. infection. Yeah, what are you doing taking a hit off your vape, man? You see, I got this thing called addiction. I'm an addict, and I need that sweet, sweet nicotine juice to go to my brain to let me know that everything's okay and the world's going to keep spinning. For the record, you have now been sick on two episodes and I have managed to not be sick on a single one. I just want you, I just want you to know. And I am a far unhealthier human being than you are, Dalton. Fucking manager here. I have the <laughs> immune system of a baby bird. I don't know. Are, are you drinking some water? You got some water at least? Fuck no. Diet Sam's Cola. Let's go. Yeah. See, that we out here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I got my little I came in hot with a slice of pizza ready to go, but I forgot to bring a plate. So I got this Kleenex here that I'm sitting on. I was really unprepared. I didn't know what to do with my pizza when he's pressed the record button. You had but all yeah. day. All day to get ready. All day. I just got home like at 750. <laughs> when you sent me that text and said we have a guest on, you better not be late. I was like, rut row. What's not seen until you let go of what is seen. I'm talking about your money. I'm Dalton. That's Austin. Yes, I'm, they know me now, I think. And we have producer Charlie. Hey, hey. Hey, Charlie. And we have a guest on. He is number one, the Cody Road Stan, Mr. Dwayne. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm, it's, I'm really excited to be here. Um, I just want to say right off the bat, um, sorry if I'm rambling for a second, but um, I've really wanted to do this for a long time, and I was uh, kind of nervous about it once it was like actually confirmed. But Dalton and Austin have been really cool and welcoming and told me to come on and have fun and be myself. So in that vein, I just want to say really quickly, um, I'm excited to be here. I'm a little nervous, and if you're nervous about the rising cost of shaving equipment these days, <laughs> head on over to our friends at Dollar Shave Club. Enter the coupon code DRIFT, and right now you can save 15% off of your first box of the monthly subscription. They send it right to your house. So, uh, gosh, guys, thanks for letting me get that off my chest. We appreciate that. We appreciate our friends over at Dollar Shave Club. Great people. Great people. Well, I, I hope this is the first of many with you, Dwayne, because I've been looking forward to this and I'm glad we pulled it off. And you pick like the perfect person that I am so happy that there's someone else excited about talking about this lunatic. Uh, Lauren Bober. I am. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're here to talk about Stan Lane's daughter, <laughs> Lauren Bobert. Lauren Bobert. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about that stupid cunt. Jesus can I, Christ. Okay, can I say something? And you might have to edit this out. But uh, <laughs> I, I've I feel like we're going to say that a lot today. I've never, <laughs> I've never worked at a restaurant, but I have worked in several grocery stores. And I don't, it's not a bad, I don't think it's the worst idea to give the employees out of business guns. <laughs> like, you, you would be, if you went into a grocery store, you would be on your best behavior if everybody just had a gun on. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually and I, agree I'm, with you. I'm anti-gun. 
let me get that. I don't. I mean, I am here to be the voice of the of the Republican movement today, but that's why I was invited on. But I am anti-gun. But I think if I the job I have now is cool, but the last job I have, if they said, hey, start next week, you can bring a gun with you. I'd go, well, you know what? I'll give it a go. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people. I think the service industry in general feels that way, like retail, serve. I feel like. What it, flight attendants would love it, uh, <laughs> motherfucker! Just, if you don't put that goddamn mask on, I swear to fucking god, yeah. bring that fucking bell. I again. wouldn't even need a gun. It would just a taser would be perfect. Give not, me a taser that I could just hit them from a couple feet away. That'd be perfect, right? Because you know what the problem with with those jobs is? It's like you work hard, you don't get paid anything, and you've got to be nice to everybody. If they were like, you can be mean to anybody you want to, like they wouldn't have this problem they have now. I'd I'd gladly take a decrease in pay if they're like you can yell at one person a day. You well, can you, just you, scream in their face. You know, and and I, I don't want to be the history nerd, but you know the the expression the customer's always right isn't meant the way that we take it, right? Where like you mm-hmm. do whatever the customer wants you to do. And that's a bunch mm-hmm. of bullshit. The the actual like in context meaning was the customer was by right in terms of buying trends. So the customer is going to tell you what you should order and what you should keep in stock because they're correct in what's actually going to sell. But somehow, I don't know, because capitalism, they were like, oh, we have to treat everybody so nice. Like they're the most important special person in the entire world and they can never do wrong. But it doesn't matter what they say to you because you are a lowly cog on this retail machine. Not that I've, you know, been regretting the eight, nine years I worked in retail. When I worked in retail, my favorite thing ever was like, well, can you go in the back and look for it? And like, fuck, okay, yeah, I'll go in the back and look for it. And you go in there and stand on your phone for like five minutes and you come back out, no, I'm sorry, yeah. didn't have it. God damn it, I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, well, should we kick this thing off? Let's, let's get to before, the, the meeting. Oh, yeah, you got a off. bunch of stories because you, well, you know, I had a question actually about my, my weird ADHD brain when we were talking about being nice to customers, like maybe had a thought. You know the restaurant dicks, like where the wait where the wait staff is like mean to you. Do you think yeah, they have a good time? Do you think they're happy? The employees? No, they're yeah, probably yeah. severely abused. You got no, you, you think they're like, like sick of being mean to all these people? <laughs> you're not getting good tips. I can tell you that. Oh There's yeah, no yeah, fucking for way. Sure. <laughs> you know, this person called me a douchebag. Better tip him twenty bucks. Yeah. You know, what's worse though, working at Dicks or working at Hooters? Oh man, that yeah. I don't want to think about that. That sucks. Bro, that's got to be really sad job because, like, man, I don't, yeah. We, let's not even get into it. But fuck <laughs> if you man. work at if you work at Dicks, though, you probably have like some regulars that are like masochists that enjoy that kind of shit though, and tip really well for you to be really mean to them and spit no, the food and stuff. Like, yeah. there's got to be a handful of them. But Hooters too. I bet they got their favorites. <laughs> no weird Venn diagram of Hooters and Dicks, just like some weird guy jerking off in the corner because he gets off on it. Right. No, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody at Dicks is ever gonna like tell you the story of their broken marriage while they're like staring dead on at your tits. So like, that, that's gotta happen every day at Hooters. I think you're challenge right. accepted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh there's man, no, there's not enough tips to fix that. <laughs> to make that okay so we uh, we do have a guest so i guess we should uh jump into it before we jump into it we need to catch up thanksgiving break how was it did we have a good time 
Maybe we'd uh, eat some good stuff. We get any arguments? I'll <laughs> yeah, projecting. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I'll start. I've had actually. I take. Uh, I took two weeks off work. I'm begrudgingly going back in tomorrow, cutting my vacation by a day. But I did get to go to Colorado for a week, uh, see my mom and see my brothers and my stepdad. That was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've been sleeping until at least 10 a.m. every morning, which is weird because I never sleep that. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just because I need the rest. And then I'm like, mm, or just seasonal depression because it's gray as fuck here every day now. So, yeah. But other than that, it's been good. Charles. Yeah, mine was fine. I, I saw my dad and my grandma and went to my aunts and that kind of thing. And yeah, it was all good. Did you and your aunt watch a spooky movie? Uh, we watched uh, the new Venom uh, let there be carnage uh which was okay and then uh we, we watched this other movie called palmer with justin timberlake and it was really good oh cool i hadn't even heard of that yeah it's like some indie movie he did it's like about he comes home from prison and he's living with his grandma and like she has like this trailer on her property that has like um this lady and her son who um is very much into princesses and stuff he's like younger and he doesn't understand like you know he, he loves princesses that's his thing like he and like he likes to dance and like people are always told, oh you gotta act like a boy all this kind of stuff and he just doesn't understand that you know what's the matter i'm having I, i'm not hurting anybody liking this and palmer kind of warms up to him eventually and like starts taking care of him and it's just really good i highly recommend it nice what about you Dwayne? you got anything going on around the holidays this is our uh. post thanksgiving regroup i know that we, we didn't even pop that question on you until now no, that's fine. On no, the spot. Nothing. Let's go. Let's go. Jerk reaction. Let's go. <laughs> no, I mean, really, my family doesn't do anything too exciting anymore. Me and my mom uh, went over to my grandma's. We ordered all the food. Uh, my grandma got a smoked turkey breast uh, from a local church, and then we ordered all the sides and stuff from where I work. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. But yeah, nothing major. Just me, my mom, and my uh, grandma. How thankful uh, were you for Cody Rhodes this year? Man, let me tell you what. You can't see it because I thought you could, but I put it right. Oh, I see him. I do see him. I see him there. That's why I had to bring him up. Okay. Yeah. This is normally another spot, but I wanted him to be here today to give me encouragement. It's normally in a shrine. Yeah. Well, I have an AEW ring where I have a bunch of the fucking figures and shit. But uh, no, Cody. Can I tell you something? It's not a bit. And like, I know people think like, oh, I'm like doing a joke and stuff, but like between us. Like, I do legitimately get like mad sometimes when people like say stuff about Cody. <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons that I had to leave the Discord <laughs> because, <laughs> like, I, and you you know me, like I'm like the most cynical fucking uh, person in the world. I hate all like rich people and celebrities, but I don't know. I just I fucking love Cody. I don't, I don't know hey, why. Listen, he's fandom. so he's so fucking weird. He is weird. Like he's, and it's just like, and then like people will say mean stuff about him, and it's like you know what, his dad died. You know, like maybe <laughs> maybe think about that. Hey, you just need to let people hate things, okay? <laughs> More on that later, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell like my whole Thanksgiving story in a nutshell, uh, just because I'm still kind of still kind of hot about it in a nutshell. I ruined my in-laws Thanksgiving. <laughs> there's was, there was a yelling match and it was bad. So we went to my Thanksgiving and I kind of hung out with my sister 
and my wife the whole time, just because my sister's the only normal person in my family. I did go inside for some desserts, for some little treaty treats one time. They had some like a blueberry delight, chocolate delight, pecan pie, pumpkin pie, you know, the works. And I caught uh, somebody in the kitchen saying, if they ever tell me to give my kid vaccine, I'll whoop their ass. Ain't nobody going to take my kids from them. I was like, oh, fuck. Let me go back outside. So I go back outside and just avoid, avoid it for the rest of the night. The next day, I went to a concert down in Jacksonville. It was, uh, fuck, it was Candy, Evergreen Terrace, 68, and Every Time I Die. And it was a good time. Broke my finger. It's nice. Pinkies up. Yeah, pinkies out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a pretty good Thanksgiving break. So who are we talking about this week? Well, Dwayne, our dear friend, has brought to us a subject who I've been dying to get a hold of. And, and I think in the last episode, I said this was going to be about three people. And after doing some research on one of them, I was like, fuck those other two dudes. We're just going to strictly do Laura Loomer because there's so much to cover on her. And I, I find person. The, the other two, one of them I find really dull and uninteresting. And the other one I think is going to be a real troublemaker, but in a few years, um, it, once he gets out of prison, because he's definitely going there very soon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing Laura Loomer today. We're doing a solo person show. Uh, it's gonna be fun, and I guess I'm gonna just kick it off with some background, and then you know we'll, we'll take it from there. Um, I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to this after being in that group chat for a few weeks with uh, you and Dwayne. I'm really looking forward, and to then this. still forgetting that it wasn't about uh, Lauren. Well, Boebert. the whole time, the whole time, I like I read Laura Loomer, but my brain just went Lauren Bobert. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't know think, what happened. You got to think for those brunettes. You mean, know, fortunately for you, Loomer was a blonde for a while, but now she is currently a brunette. So yes, oh sir. Back on the I train. Forgot about, I forgot about blonde Loomer. Oh yeah, she's blonde for a long. What time. a fashion icon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and there's not much about her other than that she was born in Arizona before she went to college, which is when she really started making waves and she went to um initially mount holyoke college which is in massachusetts uh it's a really good school that she got into it's uh one of the seven sister schools which is like the seven most elite historical women or historically women's colleges and it was like ranked the 34th best liberal arts colleges in the u.s so it's up there with like vassar wellesley smith it's a it's a top tier school uh, not an a liberal league. arts major she was i don't know what her major was but it's called a liberal arts school so I never want to i've never want my uncles to make fun of anybody ever again why <laughs> god damn a liberal arts major trying to run the world tell me what to do <laughs> <laughs> well so and apparently it was a little too liberal arts for loomer um she <laughs> she dropped out after a year and enrolled at barry university and just to kind of give you an idea of mount holyoke this has been on their website going back to 2007 it said mount holyoke is a women's college that is gender diverse we welcome applicants from female transgender and non-binary students which back in 2007 that's pretty fucking liberal and i'm not totally surprised that loomer couldn't find a lot of friends while she was there <laughs> if she mm. was in any way the person that she is today which i think that she was i really genuinely think so because all of her shenanigans started when she was in college um uh, barry university which is where she transferred to is a Catholic school, but it's not that conservative either. It's weird. It's, it's, it's like, 
it's just a normal liberal arts college again. Um, and so I wonder why she made the move because like if she'd gone to like Falwell's Liberty University, even though she's Jewish, that might be a problem. Like I would totally understand that. But like she went from a not like a liberal school to a slightly less quote unquote liberal school. Um, but according to her from a 2017 article in Forward, which was titled this fucking name of this article is so strange. Um, it's called Laura Loomer is the Jewish voice of the far right. Can she tame Jew haters? That's the name of the article. <laughs> this is just what we're dealing with in this episode. Guess what, Nazis? There's a Jew in town. <laughs> she has space lasers. There's so much. And we're going to talk about some of the coverage that she's gotten. Like, it's very flowery and really weird. Like, how how at the beginning people were like, oh, she's just this far-right activist. And we should profile her for our readers. And it's really, it's bad. The way um, I'm, before you get into it, the way I'm imagining her, being described in like far right news outlets is like whenever there's a prominent black Republican, like see, no. see, there's one. We yep. got one right here. Yeah, there's it the Jew. Very much so. <laughs> very much so. So in this interview, she said um, it is a little different though because like uh, I mean, obviously a lot of Republicans are, are racist against uh, black people, and uh, and and there's a lot of really horrible stuff going on. Uh, with police and everything, but I, I don't even think like the worst racist person, like in the Republican Party, would be like, I think we should just like go round up all the black people and kill them. But like, there's definitely people that like are like, yeah, we should get rid of all these Jews. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, like they're still out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I, God, I don't want to give this fucker credit, but like even david duke is like let's just live in different places you know let's let's let white people have their own country and black people go. he's not going to kill them all that's not exactly that's the stuff that he said out loud oh god yes david duke was like the former grand dragon of the kkk oh, okay he ran and won political office in my home state Canceled. Of louisiana <laughs> yeah. yeah he was he was a he was a congressman in louisiana he ran for governor of louisiana came in a very close second which is fucking shameful uh, of my home state, but Jesus Christ. Those goddamn Cajuns, man. God, it, man, that state is something else. What's um, <laughs> the racism with that crab bowl? Oof, crawfish, <laughs> not crab. Crab's the main thing. That's a Yankee thing. They have seafood in Louisiana. Stop it. Yeah, but Stop crawfish, it. they're different animals, man. That's a pride thing. I'll guarantee you half the women in Louisiana have crabs. Okay. Oh, fuck. Edit that. Edit that. <laughs> Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> Stay in. <laughs> so uh, this is from that I article. I just want to say I respect women. That's, that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I, was here. I said I'm only coming on. We've got to be respectful uh, to all women, especially Laura. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're going to do our best. I'm going to do my best. I'm here. I'm here as the voice of women on the show. I am myself a cis, uh, male, but I've been appointed, uh, to speak for women. So I, I just want to be very clear going forward. I am speaking for all women today. (laughs) Well, I haven't had as much to drink as I did the last episode. So hopefully Charlie won't have to beep as much shit out as he did last time. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to make threats on the podcast. You made death <laughs> threats. Also. You made you made several I, death threats. I, they don't know that they got beeped out. No, nobody here's knows what, that. Here's what's great about uh, having me on as a guest. Uh, first of all, I I don't get invited. I just ask to be on. And secondly, <laughs> secondly, uh, 
every fucking episode of the show, Austin is like, uh, this is not a political show. And I'm just like, the only thing I'll talk about is politics. <laughs> yeah, this is a political show. This is a political show. I just have, I just log it under true crime on the on our hosting they gave us one option <laughs> we, we don't fit under an umbrella <laughs> no we really don't so from that weirdo article um she originally attended and this i think leads into her psyche a little bit she originally attended mount holyoke college massachusetts but left after one semester after feeling targeted for being conservative uh, quote, I ate every single meal by myself for an entire semester, she said. She transferred to Barry University in Miami and became active in campus Republican groups. As a kid, Loomer was teased for being overweight and having a, quote, Jewish nose. In September 2014, however, Loomer had her very first taste of media exposure when she tipped off a Florida politics blog that an imam had been invited to a 9-11 memorial event on Barry's campus. And again, in quotes, this is from Loomer. We live in a Judeo-Christian country, and they let the imam open up the ceremony. She said he was literally chanting Allah Akbar. That's not cool because that's what the terrorists were chanting. So this is the thing that. Uh, I, so first of all, I went through and I could not find anything about this ceremony. I couldn't find any did, newspaper. This did not happen. It this one hundred and twenty-five percent did not happen. But it's never happened. This is like the first time that you get to see what the like overarching theme for Laura Loomer is, which is anti-Islamic bigotry. And she is like fucking painted in it. Like this is her signature thing. Yeah. I'm glad we started with this because like there is going to be a lot of funny stuff and we are going to like make a lot of jokes because you can't help it. But Laura Loomer is like a truly terrible person. Like she's a really bad person. Yep. She's very hateful. Oh, she's horrible. But she is also like a, a just like a real idiot. She's fascinating. She's entertaining uh, to an extent. And you're just like, what kind of a mind thinks of the things that she pulls is really where I come from. I'm like, and she's she's kind of smart that way because I'm like, this is good PR for bad reasons. Well, that's the thing about a lot of like prominent right wing uh, figures. Like we just talked about Alex Jones for started recording. Like take him, for example. Awful person. Piece of shit. Terrible. But goddamn, is he entertaining? And that's what the right has going for them. Like they're so goddamn entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> they're right. so fucking bad. Who does? Who so does far the... with everything that you guys have told me, I'm pretty sure our friend Josh would really like her. <sighs> oh, not, it gets, I thought it. Words. I didn't say it. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes Laura Luna. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I think he might agree with a few of the things that she's into politically, but that's about it. Um, He's not gonna sit down in a room and talk to Laura Luna. Yeah, <laughs> I love I to be a fly on the wall during that conversation. I don't. I don't want to be in that room. I want to be nowhere near it. <laughs> um, so I, I also just before we really get into this thing, I want to say, and you mentioned this earlier, Dwayne, like all of this happens in just in the course of seven years. So she is busy. I mean, like she's doing. She hits the ground running, and she just goes, and like there's no apologies. She's just out there causing as much fucking havoc as she possibly can. Uh, so she, that kind of like sparked this appetite for media attention, which is basically her entire life, like is getting as much attention in any sort of quote unquote legitimate media sources as she can. So 
up next was kind of the first breakthrough thing that she had done. And it was an exposure quotes, big quotes of her current university. And she petitioned the university, the school to recognize a new student organization named sympathetic students in support of the Islamic state of Iraq and Syria. So she wanted to start up an ISIS support group at the college. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot about this. Yeah, I know. I did too. So she's working for project Veritas at the time, right? Which is this shit bag, like gotcha, badly edited video, you know, um, group that like video, like entraps people and then edit it to make them look even worse and then releases the videos and things. It's fucking, it's, it's, dumb but it's effective and it's well financed by creepy weird billionaires who look like dark darth sidious from star wars uh, they're like the power. <laughs> um so she uh videotaped her encounter with the staff from the school and it's it's just classic project veritas shit it's incredibly misleading it's highly highly edited um but the school staff here's like is doing exactly what they're supposed to do right they are they 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 are also doing what conservatives accuse colleges of not doing like they're allowing students to support any cause that they feel passionate about and they are not censoring them like this is the thing you hear from conservatives where they're like we're being censored on college campuses and it's like no, you're you're not. Like that's just not true. Like this woman trying to like make a video to prove that point is actually disproving it with her own dumbass video. Um, you know, so the one of the parts that even gets left in the video, which I would have definitely edited out, the staff member says that if this is something that Loomer and other students are passionate about and they can hit the necessary requirements to start the club, then the school will support it which is exactly how these things are supposed to work. Like it's just, it's mind boggling. I don't know what in the fuck point she was trying to prove with that. Like she's going to tell you, Hey, let me tell you something. If I bet, if I wanted to start an ISIS group, they would let me. And they were like, yeah, I guess if, if, I mean, if you want to do nobody gives a fuck what any college student is saying, (laughs) like, well, dude, I was in college. I said all kinds of fucking shit. Nobody fucking, I remember I had a fucking picture. You can definitely edit this out. I had a picture. (laughs) I had a picture of the fucking burning World Trade Center up on my wall that, and I wrote fuck capitalism with with a marker and hung that on the wall. Nobody gave a fuck. Nobody ever mentioned it to me. No. No one cared. Our, bra- our brains are not fully formed by college. Yeah, like, I was an idiot. That's what he figures. That I actually kind of like that poster idea, though. I got to be honest. Don't cut that out. I will stand by it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's no, it's just it's wild. But it it gets kind of worse and then better and then worse in this story. This 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 one, this first one. I I think I watched the video too many times and it like broke my brain in a weird way that I wasn't expecting. Um, so her argument is super racist, right? Because that's what she does. Is like, oh look, it's a brown Muslim. I hate them. Like that's that's her whole brand. <laughs> um, she wanted to raise this is this is this is the first like absurd laura loomer thing does she wanted to raise money to send flashlights to people affected uh that are like affiliated with isis because 
they can't see without electricity and that if the the army wants to patrol like these neighborhoods at night they need flashlights so that was the supposed charity part of the school group which i'm just like this is dumb this is really fucking dumb what kind of batshit crazy world does she live in where she thinks the army doesn't have fucking flashlights? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, the army doesn't have enough flashlights as we're trying to raise money for ISIS. And, and every, everybody knows Muslims don't have electricity because they're poor. So let's send them flashlights. <laughs> it's so stupid. And then she says, she says poverty leads to terrorism. So then we should send them money so they'll stop fighting. That's her whole argument in this well, video. That, that's, a, I mean, hey. It's not wrong. You're not exactly uh, persuading me to dislike this uh, Loomer character. <laughs> well, so, yeah, well, that's how Don, Brother, that's how they all start. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I lure you in. Um, so they, so she says, like, the kicker is, like, whether on purpose or not, she actually makes a reasonable argument for supporting ISIS. That's the crazy thing about this video. <laughs> she notes that the United States has involved itself in conflicts around the world that has no business being in and created many of these groups. And this is a quote from Loomer. She says, I feel like the United States has gone into a lot of these communities and really destroyed people's lives and dot, dot, dot. Desperate people do desperate things. Yeah, you're fucking right. And that's not this- a gotcha. That's actually the point that most this is this is the fucking Trump thing where they're like so dumb. They don't understand the military. And so they're just like, we shouldn't be over there fighting all these wars. What the fuck? Are-? And then the the people in charge are like, hey, could you not do? Could you not? Uh, <laughs> could you not go around saying that? Like, <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of people that that, are- that was Trump was trying to leave Afghanistan like the whole fucking time. He's president. That's the whole reason they left. It was already set up. They were just waiting for Biden to get in office and take the credit. Yep. Yeah, and then when he took the credit, stupid fucking at least the dumbass southerners around here were like, that goddamn Byron, he left uh fucking Afghanistan, left all the fucking tanks there, got all the goddamn planes there. Like, motherfucker, do you think they're gonna load it back up and bring it back with us? Like, <laughs> like Trump started this. That's your boy. That's your boy in action. <laughs> it's, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. And and it's like yeah, <laughs> like they can't make up their minds though because they also think that Trump and the military are in charge still, and and Biden's just a smoke show. So, but it's not <laughs> it's his fault very... that, that happened over there. It's still it's still somehow Biden's fault, even though Trump and the military are in charge still. Listen, so. Charlie, we all know on December twenty second, Trump is going to be reinstated as president of the United States of America. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> Who's, who's going like, to reinstate him? Is it JFK Jr. and JFK's so. dad? Yeah, I think so. They're going to come back. <laughs> yep, both of them. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think it is weird. Like you got to have two simultaneous beliefs that you are anti-imperialist and you believe that uh, that the United States should not be involved in foreign wars. And you want Donald Trump to stop that. And you also believe that the military is going to take over the government and install Donald Trump as the, like God King. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? It's it's a lot of weird things. That you he does hold. hate the military. I mean, the one thing I respect about Trump is he like he legitimately does not like or respect anybody who has ever served in the military. <laughs> yep. He is like, zero he respect. Does, yeah. 
zero respect. <laughs> he calls him like he call him like fools, he called suckers. that guy son a loser. A loser. That's- <laughs> there, there was there, there. Okay, there was. I don't know. I can't remember exactly the specifics. The guy was a big general or some high ranking official in the army. His kid signed up, went to Iraq, and got blown up. They were visiting his fucking gravesite, and Trump was like, hey, what kind of loser signs up to die in this war? <laughs> it's, you know what? And I, and God, is, I mean, as it, much as it pains me to agree with anything, that's one of the things that I agree with. I'm like, yeah, but it also comes from a bigger place where it's like, most of the people signing up for military service, if they're not like these outright patriots, is because they need it to go to school or buy a home when they get back. And it's like, man, that's a fucked up reason to go and kill other people, right? Well, you is know it- what, Austin? It's a fucking grift. And let me get on this fucking pedestal. I got it on another podcast, so I get on it here. It's a fucking grift. These recruiters, they go into these schools and they know who to look for. They look for the goddamn poor people and look at them like, listen, son, I'll show you the world. Well, fucking you ain't got to fight in infantry, but listen, there's a fifty thousand dollar signing bonus if you just sign that dotted line to go into infantry, and then they go to fucking they go out the war, get all fucked up, come back four years later, and they're not able to buy a fucking house, they're not able to get jobs. What job is on the fucking you can't put infantry on a resume, yeah? But it's fucking it's a grift, it's all a fucking yep. uh, I agree. Okay, can I tell you a really long story that you probably you like need to edit out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, Char- <laughs> glad you're Charlie's Charlie. like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't to. He's like, I got um, my work cut out for me this week. <laughs> so okay, I won't I won't go on another tangent, but this was funny. This is one of like right, it's not a fond memory because it, it was actually terrible, but uh it's something I think about all the time. Is um a few minutes later. So Laura Loomer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> I'll just attack that on at the end. It'll be fine. <laughs> that's a good post credits uh, story. That's, that's actually what I was thinking too. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so she exposed her school for whatever fucking reason or for whatever thing that she thought she was doing. Um, you know, it, it. She's like, she's not stupid. But she's like willing to do anything for media attention, right? Which is, I think, what this is. I want to stop you right there. I don't you think she's stupid, you. don't you? She's very stupid. <laughs> this is what I respect about Laura Loomer, okay? The voice There's of a... women is calling her stupid. I just want to remind everybody. <laughs> this is what I respect about Laura Loomer. Uh, there's a lot of people on the right who are um, cynical and jaded Um and Laura Loomer is not. She is a tried and true, died in the wool idiot. She is a moron. <laughs> she believes everything she's ever said. She but be- she believes deep down in her heart she could have a successful career in politics. So I don't want to. I don't want to hear. Oh, Laura Loomer. She's not stupid. She knows what she's doing. Okay, Austin. She does not. <laughs> well, I. You might change my mind on this by the end as we we kind of go through all these fucking stunts that she pulls. The voice of women, pussy power, Dwayne, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she got suspended from school. Um, for violating their code of conduct. Um, Barry University filed a criminal complaint because Veritas didn't inform them that they were recording, which is a violation of Florida law. Charges were eventually dropped. Nothing happens. On the <laughs> This is what she says about the whole incident. It was a stunt. 
but it was to prove a point about how politically correct they are. And I'm like, no, no, that has nothing to do with political correctness at all. That has nothing to do with political correctness at all. Like if you said it was free speech and like the school was letting an ISIS group start up because they believed in free speech. Okay. But it has nothing to do. Like it, it, like my brain was just like, what are you talking about? And so maybe, you know what? Maybe you're right. She is stupid because it's a stupid <laughs> ass fucking answer. I'll tell you what she's thinking though. And I, I feel like I'm talking too much. I bought us, but <laughs> no, she, we literally brought you on the show to okay. talk. This is an audio platform. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But in her in her mind, what she is thinking is that like, okay, well, they let you know they let the Muslims go here, they let the transgender kids go here, they they they're not going to draw the line at anything. They're so politically correct that like, if I was just like, well, I'm a terrorist now, uh, you have to accept me. <laughs> they will, and that'll prove my point that they're too nice to people nowadays. <laughs> Yeah, I actually think you have a pretty good point there that I hadn't thought about. But yeah, no, I, th- I think you're spot on. Republicans like, poli- hate it when people are nice to people. You can't just go around being nice to people. <laughs> yeah, you got to hate somebody. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're pretty spot on. <laughs> There's a Muslim guy just sitting over there. Go hassle him. What's going on? Man, I don't like being the most objective person on this pod this week, especially after <laughs> last week when I was maybe threatening real people with acts of violence, which <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> that needless to say, cartoon did. acts of violence. I mean, you wanted to use a steamroller. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, a fucking James Bond villain? No, I just remember that one scene from- Austin Powers where uh, <laughs> Austin Powers in a steamroller and he's like, ah, ah, and he's going See, like two miles an hour. Yeah, and he's like across the screen the whole way. Yeah. It felt more to me like Who Framed Roger Rabbit for some reason. I don't know why. That's been in my brain a lot lately. Um, so, yeah, so she moves on, right, from Muslims for now uh, to the Clintons. Oh, they're back. Didn't take long. Check uh, the emails. <laughs> <laughs> so Where are they? This is a this is a from an article from Time Magazine uh, in 2015, and it's called "Clinton Campaign on Alert for Undercover Conservative Sting." Right, makes it sound like a fucking Mission Impossible. Um, a Clinton campaign official alleges that women that the women engaged in several efforts to entrap supporters. One scheme uh, described by Clinton staff, a woman attempted to pass a cash donation to Clinton volunteers and interns. In another, a woman approached the campaign on August 19th and said both of her parents had donated to Clinton the legal maximum of $2,700 each, but wanted to funnel an additional donation through their daughter, which is a violation of federal law. So basically... They they describe they disguise themselves as Clinton you know Hillary Clinton supporters and try to get them to violate federal voting laws. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, the people that worked for the Clinton campaign were aware of the law and they never bought into it. So it was a complete fucking dud and a failure. And she was in, unable <laughs> oh, to yeah. entrap anybody. Uh, so she just donated to the Clinton campaign. <laughs> she ended up donating because they wouldn't take it. They they said we won't accept those donations. Yeah, but she accepted. They she 
gave uh, 2700 right? And then she tried to funnel another no, she, 2700 she through her No, she said each of her parents, she lied. She said each of her parents oh, okay. had donated okay. $2,700, which is the maximum limit. You can't make a donation in a minor's, like if, if she's under 18, she can't actually legally donate. It, it's the whole thing. They were smart enough to go, that's not legal. And so Loomer walked out with an L. She did Wait not a minute, though. No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She is over 18. Did she show up like with pigtails and like a little dress? Like, hi, I'm Laura Luber. I'm here to make a donation. Uh, my parents already made one, but uh, God, I've got so. $3,000 here you can have. <laughs> I hope so, but I don't know. I didn't, they didn't get that She's deep got like into. a little lollipop and they're just like, get out of here, Laura. A copy uh, of Lolita in her hand. <laughs> have you been to any pizza restaurants, little girl? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she they did something else too, where they were like, um, she was in Iowa City and she was in the, the campaign office in Des Moines and asked whether it was okay that she refuses to register uh, people who don't support Clinton. And again, somebody from the Clinton campaign was like, you can't do that. That's illegal. So she had no content. Proposed. This bitch Ooh. thinks she's just like 007, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. Because she on- thinks she is in like some kind of teen comedy. <laughs> like <laughs> what is going on <laughs> well you'll, you'll like this because she, uh, she's so dumb she thinks everyone is as dumb as she is she's like they must be corrupt i'll just go in there and be like hi are we doing any crimes today and they'll be like oh yeah it's your first day we weren't gonna let you know about it but yeah if you come back here in the back room here's where we keep all the fucking bodies at <laughs> <laughs> well the next one is like truly scooby-doo-ish so on election day, she showed up to a voting site wearing a burqa, again, Islamophobic, claiming to be uh, Huma Ab- Abedin, I think that's how I say the last name, who is Hillary Clinton's longtime assistant. Like she's been her aide forever. And she said, can I can I vote? I'm, I'm Huma Abedin and I would like to vote. I have a burqa. Clearly, I'm a Muslim woman. And once again, she was rebuffed. And they said, you're not who you are pretending to be. No, you cannot register to vote at this site. Um, I will just say, and this is like in reference to our last episode, Huma was married at one point to a convicted sex offender, former member of Congress, and former aide to Chuck Schumer, Anthony Weiner from new york <laughs> state uh, because all these fucking people travel in the same circles and laura went out to her car and like threw like a screaming fit in a full-on burka oh she was so mad like <laughs> can you imagine how funny that must have been <laughs> now scooby we want to see who's under this mask it's laura luber <laughs> oh guys uh well it's uh i'm actually muslim uh my address is one two three uh terrorism road and i'm here to vote uh she's just she's she's like i know hillary clinton she's a pedophile yes god (laughs) she's a cartoon um so this is when she starts doing and i'm going to use her word for it because i did not make this up and i think it's so fucking stupid she calls it loomering people yes god (laughs) yes i didn't Uh. realize this was this early God, I love it. This essentially, <laughs> you just got lumbered. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Uh, she manages to like sneak into book signings and will make a scene on video, right? So she has done it too. And this is according to her 
current campaign website, spoiler to the end, because she's running for national office right now. Um, she has pulled this prank on Hillary Clinton, James Comey, Maxine Waters, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, uh, AOC, Michael Avenatti, Tim Kaine, <laughs> Linda Sarsour, which, fuck her, Alyssa Milano, fuck her too, and former DNC chair Keith Ellison. So if you go to her website right now, she has like, it, it, it's her campaign video, but it's almost like a, a the, the greatest hits that she's done. And she's edited all of these instances together. And it is so worth watching. Incredible. It was fantastic. It's incredible. But, she was, all right, maybe Laura Loomer's not dumb. Hear me out, Dwayne. Hear me out. She was just came before her time. If she did this now with the fucking TikTok prank videos that are just getting like 5 million views a pop, she'd be fucking loaded. <laughs> She would okay. be loaded. Okay, Dalton, Dalton. <laughs> yeah, if she pulled off like a successful prank, uh, she probably, I don't I don't remember the exact details, but I'm assuming she showed up to like Hillary Clinton's book signing and said like, hi, my name is Adolf Hitler. Will you sign the book to me? And she was like, uh, no, thank you. You need to leave. And then she's like, they're restricting my freedom of speech. I just came here to have my book signed. <laughs> So that's that's actually kind of funny because the story that I the loomering that I wanted to highlight involves Chelsea Clinton, who apparently wrote a Austin's children's book. BFF and oh, Chelsea God. Clinton have uh, met in IRL. IRL met Chelsea Clinton. Um, at, so it is that for, he was her biggest fan. Oh God! Wanted stop. her to sign this Apple employee badge. Don't do that. Don't do that to me, okay? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't put me in that place. So she she is signing for her children's book, and Loomer gets in in line, and she asks to have the book made out to Juanita Broderick. Oh my God, I was fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Juanita Broderick is? No, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> Juanita Broderick is a woman who has accused Bill Clinton of sexual assault oh, in 1978. <laughs> Yes. While he was running okay. for governor of Arkansas. You know what? Hey, I don't like Laura. This is a good prank. This I knew good. you would like this. You just got lumbered, bitch. Just Clinton, what's up? <laughs> Literally, Dwayne, when I was writing this, I was like, this is I'm leaving this in for Dwayne because he's gonna like this. This is a great that's a great prank. Hey, <laughs> hi, can you sign my book? Uh and it's to Laura, your biggest fan. My didn't just put in there, uh, my dad is a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> this might be oh, a last episode. Must have that been for Chelsea. Get, wait, hold on. How? Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I can get. I don't know if it's canceled. Well, Charlie, edit this out if you think it's too much. How white is Laura Loomer? Like on a scale of one to ten, ten. like ten skin tone or like racially ten like skin tone on both. Oh, oh yeah, like so she's just walking in these places, like giving them Muslim Hispanic names. <laughs> like, listen, ignore the ignore the complexion. I'm her. Well, <laughs> she me. knew she knew that Chelsea would know who Juanita is because Juanita Broderick has come up a few times and like accused Bill Clinton of sexual assault several times. He, she kind of like comes back every ten years or so and is like, "Hey, remember me." Bill Clinton, you sexually assaulted me in 1978. Don't forget. And she came back up again when Hillary was running for office. And so Loomer knew what she was doing. She knew exactly the name to use. Uh, and it, like, it was too easy to say, like, Monica Lewinsky. So she was like, I'm going to go for a deep cut. <laughs> and that's what she did. Um, yeah. So 
2017, she quit Project Veritas and she ended up at a gig with Rebel Media, which is another right wing Canadian based, uh, you know, news, big quotes. Um, and just bringing you back to like post-election. And Dwayne, you'll understand this. Oh, more. what a wonderful time. Do you how fucking bad people freaked out when Trump won? Like people in I think in New York City, especially, which are like the you know, hardcore democratic centrists, like freaked the fuck out. So much so, and I had forgotten about this story, that the public theater decided to get political, right? And public theater in New York City is a big deal. They've been around for a long, long time. Um, they and this is like a case study in why you should never listen to actors. And as a personal reference, like if I hear an interview with an actor, I turn it off. Cause I'm like, I don't want to hear this fucking idiot. This, you know, like I'll listen to interviews with directors of movies and producers and musicians, but actors, I'm like, this guy has nothing to say. There's not an original thought that's ever been in an actor's head. And so I just turn them off. And this is exactly why they decided that they were going to rewrite Shakespeare's Julius Caesar to be Trump. So that Julius, who gets killed at the end, is actually Trump getting assassinated by someone who was close to him. And they rolled out this production in the annual Shakespeare in the Park event, which is so fucking stupid. I, I hate every part of this. I hate everybody that was like involved with rewriting Julius Caesar as Trump as much as I, I dislike just about anything. I'm like, why? What are you doing? Like, what do you you make yourself feel happy in this like very democratic city by like going Look at how terrible Trump is. This is like less than a year into his first, his first, you know, term. So what you're saying, Austin? We should give the Trump guy a chance. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> hey, but <I'm> also- <laughs> remember when uh, open-minded uh, comedian Dave Chappelle went on a Saturday Night Live just days after uh, the election and said, "Hey, let's give this guy a shot." Oh, I'll God. never fucking forget that, Dave. Uh, <laughs> great advice. That worked out awesome for everybody. <laughs> I'm so, sure. I'm sure Dave hasn't possibly had a worse thing. Anyway, than that. he's learned since then. He's not saying anything <laughs> stupid nowadays. I don't read the news. I don't know. I think Austin's uh, already preparing himself, as he said, his first term as president. Because you know, in 2024. Oh, for sure, for sure. President Dude, let me tell you something right now. If he if he runs, he's going to win because who are they going to run against him? They're going to wheel out the fucking corpse of Joe Biden. <laughs> Dude, if they, if, can you imagine a debate between fucking Mayor Pete and Trump? Like, he would just die on stage. <laughs> Trump, I mean, Trump would destroy that man. We'll, we'll edit this part out, but I, I did hear a rumor recently that I, that they're so worried about Kamala Harris that they want to actually put her as the next Supreme Court nominee and get her out of the vice presidency because it's been such a disaster. <laughs> what do you think about that voice of women? Dude, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get him riled up? I need- I, not a day goes by in my life where I don't see something that makes me go like I want to call on the phone every person that told me you gotta vote for Joe Biden. I want to call them and, and just be like, "Are you happy with this? Is this what you're?" Because I'm. An, I'll tell you something really controversial. This is a thought that I've had. And I've actually heard this on some other podcasts, but I'm not saying I'm the first person to have it, but I thought of it before I heard anyone else say it, is that this is a solid fact. If Trump had won the last election, the vaccine rollout would have gone 
way better than it has. And we would all be back to like living our normal lives again. Maybe. No question. Yeah, you. I'd be one of those people you called because I remember we had a conversation about it based around the Supreme Court. And you said, that's the only legitimate argument I've ever heard for voting for Joe Biden. And I said, it's the only reason I am. (laughs) Well, and hey. The Supreme Court, they're doing great stuff now. They're wonderful. As the voice of women, let me just say, uh, we're, all, we're all pleased with what's what's going on uh, <laughs> nowadays. Um, so Shakespeare in the Park, they're in the middle of a performance. Loomer jumps on stage and starts screaming right before the assassination uh, scene where Trump is assassinated. Sorry, Caesar, who looks like Trump, is assassinated by Cassius. And she starts screaming, um, stop the normalization of political violence against the right. This is unacceptable. Naturally, it's being New York City. She gets booed off the stage. Security <laughs> comes and grabs her. But in the audience, she has a friend who's videotaping all of this because you got to get them likes. Uh, a guy named Jack Posobiec, who is a monstrous piece of shit. And Heard the name before. Yeah, you have because he's he's in this whole grifto shock spear uh, sphere. He um, starts yelling when Loomer is arrested. He starts going, you're all Goebbels. You're all Nazis like Joseph Goebbels. You're inciting terrorists. The blood of Ski- Steve Scalisi is on your hands. And Scalisi, another shitbag congressman from Louisiana, had been shot previously by a Bernie Sanders supporter while he was playing very with the cool. con- congressional baseball team. He lived. So I don't know. Never mind. It's not that cool anymore. <laughs> um, oh. This incident, like instead of getting like angry coverage or any like you would think, right? With all these uh, like fawning, uh, freaked out centrist Democrats, it was actually followed by a really flowery profile in the New York uh, in the New Yorker magazine that was called um behind the scenes with the right-wing activists who crashed julius caesar and uh, this reporter (laughs) follows her around the word activist is (laughs) a a lot of work a lot of (laughs) when you when when someone says that they're like an activist on the left it's like a person who has like devoted their fucking life to like a cause and they've 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 given up everything. And when someone is an activist on the right, it just means like they don't have a job. <laughs> but someone sends them money every month in a like unmarked envelope. <laughs> right. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of uh, money every month, uh, if you got my graph Patreon coming soon, uh, <laughs> open up the wallets, baby. Let's go. <laughs> but like. It's, this is what drives me crazy about like these quote elite media services like sources media outlets that's what i meant is that they always whitewash these people at the very beginning like they write this flowering profile of loomer you know the new york times had a profile of richard fucking spencer who is a white supremacist shithead I'm gonna- and, and they they're like oh they're not so bad like they have some they have some they have some takes that are acceptable and and it just drives me fucking crazy like even that earlier article i said when they, when they called her the jewish voice of the far right can she tame the jew haters and i'm like what a stupid fucking headline like who wrote that this why did that get published this is what fucking infuriates me about the new york times specifically uh is that is it is like a a a publication that exists solely to be like, hey, 
here's the latest Nazi dipshit that's trying to take away black people's right to vote, uh, but in a fun way. <laughs> and then uh, th- then that person just goes and talks about how, like, the liberal media is trying to, like, silence them. And it's so fucking it makes me so mad because it's like, dude, the New York Times is not like a liberal paper. It's no. like a fascist propaganda rag. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But it's also like the most widely read newspaper in the country. And so people take that shit seriously. So when they're like, oh, he's a he's a friendly white supremacist. I'm like, I want to blow my brain. <laughs> this out. is this is the thing that I've, I've been thinking about a lot. And I think I might have mentioned this to Austin before is there's going to come a day when the right figures out how to weaponize woke language in the way that the Democrats have. And when that happens, we are all doomed. Like, hashtag BLM, when they, hashtag when they start doing like trans friendly genocides, like we're all <laughs> fucked, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah, I, I can't argue with that. I, like, it's, yeah. Jeez. Um, so when she got arrested, she acted like it was a surprise thing. It wasn't. She'd set up a bunch of crowdfunding sites before she actually jumped up on stage. So she knew exactly what she was doing. So she started bringing up a bunch of money. I think she, she raised like $21,000 for her. Uh, uh, Dalton. Don't believe that, Charlie. <laughs> she, so I, before, have, like, I mean, she, she had to be genuinely surprised because a white woman getting arrested. Come on. <laughs> in New York City, in Central Park. <laughs> this is New York. I should be allowed to go on the, go on the stage. And, if I want to join in the play, I should have that right. Who's your manager? I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> it's, it's the public. I can go wherever I want. There has got to be at least one grocery store that Laura Loomer's not allowed in. Oh, <laughs> there's a shitload of places that Laura Loomer's not allowed in. We'll get to that. She's um, not even allowed to get like Uber Eats. So no, no, she's not. <laughs> For the reason. Yeah, we'll get to Swear it. Swear to God. I, yeah. I did some research <laughs> while, I, while we were talking. Holy fuck. And that was one of the things she's banned from. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, and wait till you hear why it's it's horrible. It really is like no. All joking aside, one of like the worst things I've ever heard anyone do. Yeah, like yeah, really uh, well, awful. maybe not that far, but it's really <laughs> it's, shitty. It's, it's pretty terrible. Um, so she raised all this money around her arrest, and this is also about the time where she starts to kind of put some distance between her and the quote alt right. Um, she has discovered surprisingly that the alt right don't like Jewish people. And so she starts to kind of like go, I'm not all right because they want to kill me. I'm new right. And so she is like Richard Spencer hates her and it has since the very beginning. And it is like this hardened, nasty hatred that has never gone away. Um, and it was, you know, it, she kind of thinks it's because he was stealing her gimmick and he's like, no, I just like her because she's Jewish. And that's just <laughs> that's that's it. There's no difference in that. Um I don't want to talk about. I'm sure, I'm sure there's fine people on both sides. Okay, Jesus fine people on both sides. <laughs> swallow a razor. Um, <laughs> so in um, 2017, hey, we're here, guys. It just happened. I forgot that it was this close. She experienced her first ban from a platform. Um, so in 2017, some asshole mowed a bunch of pedestrians down in Manhattan killing eight people. And I remember this vividly because my mom was in Manhattan at the time near where this happened. And she called me and she says, Hey, there's a bunch of police cars. I don't know what's going on. And I was like, 
go away from them. Whatever direction they are, walk the other way. Because if there's a shitload of police in New York City, you don't want to be near it. And then I looked at the news and some guy had rented a truck from Home Depot and just ran over a bunch of people. And I think people forget about that because our brains can only hold so much information. There was all kinds of wild shit going on. But the day after that was the driver white. No, he was not. No, he was not. And he used to work for I was Uber. Gonna say because that's why all these things magically uh, get forgotten about. Is yeah, not, not, they're, not, they're this, not the right. Uh, not this time. He was he was a Muslim and uh, used to drive for Uber at some point. They, they discovered. And as soon as Loomer found out uh, about that, okay. she was still on Twitter. So she started a tweet storm saying that she could never find an Uber or a Lyft that wasn't driven by a Muslim. And shortly thereafter, she got banned from both Uber and Lyft for being a bigoted asshole. Also, fuck you. That's not true. I take Uber in New York City all the time. And it's not it's such a stupid, crude, dumb stereotype that all the drivers are Muslim. It's not okay, true. I will say, I say this and, you know, I hate uh, all corporations uh, and Uber is one of the worst companies in the world. Uh, yeah. But I got to give them credit they did kind of stand up for their drivers there and go like, Hey, you can't be saying that kind of fucking shit. If these people are driving you around. Yep. Yep. And they, they did it early. They did it before. Those are the first two platforms. So far as I could find that banned Loomer. <laughs> Not is- to delve too far into cynicism though, but how much is it really them trying to do the right thing? And how much is it fucking say she's going to get in the car with the wrong person? They're going to fuck. They're going to fuck her up, and then there's going to be bad press for us. I don't think that went into the equation. I think they just there was enough outcry on the Twitterverse that they were like, you, yeah, we you could to- you could never physically harm uh, Laura Loomer. She would just yell at you so much that you <laughs> you would just not do it. You would just run away. <laughs> so so now I want to I want to play something because it also went in 2017, and that's the year we're on. Okay. Um, and this is the clip that Dwayne shared, and I'm not sure Charlie if you've seen this. I'm going to go ahead and can just... I can I give like the background on this? Yes. I know that's your yes. job, but no, 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 um, go, go. Uh, so this is like I thought this was the first time I'd ever heard of Laura Loomer, but now that you've like reading all these stories in order, I was I was vaguely aware of her at the time. But this is really the moment where Laura like broke into the mainstream and where she like. And what you're about to hear is, you're, is not going to like make sense with me saying what I just said. But like, this is how Laura Loomer became a mainstream uh, political figure <laughs> on the right. Uh, and basically what is happening uh, here, because you're not seeing the video, is that there's some kind of right wing convention. I don't know if it's CPAC or, or whatever, but basically Laura Loomer is clearly like hammered drunk. And she has cornered a guy uh, and she is trying to convince that guy to go home and have sex with her. So if you want to go ahead and play that. All right, here we go. And your eyes look so good. You're like beautiful. Thank you. You're like an Aryan degenerate goddess. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. You're Aryan too. I know, but I'm Jewish. It's okay. The Nazis hate me. (laughs) It's fine. All right people want to put me in a gas chamber. Because they're obsessed with the Jews. 
I don't. I think they're just memeing on you, but it's okay. They're just jealous because I have big tits and an Ashkenazi IQ. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. You got it. I'm gonna tell you a secret. Like, do you know so many people in this movement who preach trap life are like fucking people on the side and like cheating on their partners? That's like, so bad. Like, they're not even like really trap life. Like, <laughs> I love how he's looking around. Like this guy wants to gnaw his own arm off to get out the best of where part he is. is him looking around, looking at all of his friends going like, can somebody help? Please me? get this woman off of me. <laughs> She's like, what is what's her line, Dwayne? You like this line. This is that she has big tits and an Ashkenazi IQ, <laughs> uh, which, if you don't know, is a racist uh, term Yep. Uh, for like it's like a Nazi thing for Jewish people. Uh and so she's basically using a racial slur against herself to try to get this guy to, you know, take her home for the night. And he's uh, so uncomfortable. He does not. He's like, I bet he's not into it at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk as shit. She's still blonde. Yeah, it's it's cringy. I'll, I'll send you the link so you can include it and yeah. watch it in full because it's it's bad, Charlie. <laughs> I'm Jewish. That's OK. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's all right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I just like. Hey, I, I'm not like, um, you know, the, the biggest ladies man in the world. What are you talking about? Uh, the voice of women. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, I'm not a great pickup artist. Let me put it that way. And uh, and so uh, <laughs> but I don't think I would open with like, oh, you know, uh, all your friends want to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but I got big tits. Yeah. <laughs> She's something else. Um, Dwayne, you picked up on her after that clip, right? After that thing surfaced. That's when that- I really started like paying attention to like, what the fuck is going on with this person? And so I'm, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say I was a little behind you because I didn't catch wind of her until 2018 when she got banned from Twitter. And you know yeah. what she did after that. Right. Well, I remember. Oh, God, I cannot fucking wait. But I remember they played that clip on Chapo Trap House and just like ragged on her for like 45 minutes one week. And that's when I really became like aware of, of Laura Loomer. She was. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little ahead of me. It wasn't until the, the Twitter stunt that I was like, who the fuck is this? So what kind of stunt does she pull on Twitter? So in 2018, look at Dalton trying to steer the ship. (laughs) I got a broke hand. I can only use one hand. That's true. I think he's out. Um, so she gets finally gets banned from Twitter and a shitload of other sites, which we'll go through in a little bit. Um, and decides that, you know, that's something of a badge of honor, right? Immediately. Whenever these guys get banned on Twitter, they're like happy about it. They're like, Oh, big tech is censoring me, whatever. Um, and then they realize, fuck, I don't have a reach anymore. Like I don't have a platform. This is actually going to really hit my, my wallet because I can't get on Twitter and spread all this insane stuff. Um, so she decided to handcuff herself to the doors of Twitter's New York City uh, office fuck. wearing a T-shirt that says, stop the bias. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the T-shirt. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine you work at Twitter? You hate your job. You, you hate your life. The only thing you have to look forward to in your day is the hour that you get to go to like the fucking shitty Applebee's down the street and have a drink. And you can't leave the office that day because this fucking dipshit is handcuffed to the fucking front door of the building. 
Holy fuck! That, this is a, this is an Alex Jones move. Like I'm oh, surprised yeah. she's not in his universe. Like, she, that, is. she is. Yeah, she don't is. Don't worry, it's coming. Oh, I was gonna uh, say they're buddies for sure. Like, don't worry about it. Oh, she's, God she's, damn it! <laughs> she's a, she, she's been a correspondent for a long time on his show. <laughs> That's coming. I'm trying to. Do I, don't, this I don't agree with. Uh, I don't agree with uh, you being Jewish, but a lot of the stuff you say, hey, uh, you know, uh, some of it's pretty good. And you got big boobs. <laughs> so is she so she does this and you know Dwayne, do you remember why she got banned from twitter dude i don't i don't actually there was some nasty tweets that she sent to, about ilhan omar surprise surprise <laughs> she hates muslims and here's a muslim woman a progressive in congress so she went to town on ilham uh, omar and got banned and that's the is bias this the, is this the brother stuff that's coming Oh, this, this is, is before beginning. that. This yes. is okay. Um, yeah, so she um, blamed the Council on American Islamic Relations or CARE and Ilhan Omar for her Twitter ban, and then filed suit against CARE. Uh, she lost the suit just recently and was ordered to pay one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in lawyer fees Ooh. to CARE. Ooh. This happened Ooh. this That's year, rough. so this is current. <laughs> God damn, being uh, a racist sure does hurt your pocket, don't it? it yeah, yeah. <laughs> got, yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you what that sounds pretty bad, but you know what sounds good is the full night's sleep on a brand new Casper mattress. And right now, if you enter the code <laughs> World War II at checkout, you can save up to $100 off a brand new mattress and free shipping. They'll bring it right to your house. And that's a deal even Laura Loomer couldn't pass up. And she owes care $120,000. <laughs> no, World War II, that was the one with the Nazis in it, right? Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, you did your okay. study after that episode. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> um, so now we're up to that's 29. where the Americans went over to Germany and defeated the communists once and for all. <laughs> communism was dead forever. Known yes. communists, the Nazi party. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and no it, communist ever fought against the Nazis. There's a lot of books out there that say a lot of things <laughs> I don't agree with, but good Americans won they, World War II. That's with, all you need to know about the Nazis. Yep. Um, so the NYPD would show up to this thing and cut her loose at her request. <laughs> she she was the one who said, can you please cut me loose? I've got my moment. <laughs> so Guys, I'm the, hungry. The handcuffs <laughs> off of her. And that was it. Um, she, so in, in 2019, right, this is the re-election season. Um, all of a sudden, immigrant caravans became a big deal. And Loomer was very quick to jump on that train and <laughs> was all over it. She, I kind of love these two stunts that she does. So I'm going to talk about it real quick. One stunt saw her recruiting what were most likely day laborers from Home Depot. I don't know if you guys see that where you're from. Yeah. Here in New York City, a bunch of generally Hispanic, not always. Dudes are hanging out in the Home Depot parking lot looking for day work. And so she gets a bunch of them. Oh, in New York, it's unlike <laughs> any other place in the world. There's illegal <laughs> immigrants doing the work nobody else wants to do. I mean, they don't have this anywhere else. I, I go don't... down to the bodega. I said, please, I need an illegal immigrant. And someone has to mow my yard today. They don't do this anywhere else in the world. Fair, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Point taken. 
<laughs> Dalton loves this because nobody gives me shit on this show, and now you do, and I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm loving every minute of this. <laughs> can I, can I say something about about Dalton? This uh, <laughs> please. Uh, and I've already said before during the break, I was telling these guys what a big uh, fan I was of the show. And I always just kind of assumed that Dalton is like doing a character. Uh, Cause like when I, when I call into Pi Van Dam, I'm doing like, like a fucking heightened version of like myself. And I have been talking to Dalton in the lead up to this and no, he is like this. This is what he is like. <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful. I have a, I have a coworker that listens and I every every week I come in and I'm like, hey, because we're coworkers and we're friends. That is horrifying to think about. Oh, <laughs> right. If, if I if you work with me and you're listening to this, please cut it off and don't tell me that you listen to it, brother. You, my boss listens to this. Yeah. What is going on in your life, man? Dude. How did how did that come? I am. I mean, listen, guys. No offense. <laughs> I have loved doing this and I am so excited. And if you will have me back, I'll be back any time. I will never tell anyone that I know <laughs> that I did a podcast in real life. I'll I, plug it on Twitter. I mean, I'm not an animal, but <laughs> I, I am not. When, when some, when I go back to work on Saturday and they're like, so well, what did you do? I'm just, Oh, you know, just hung out, you know, whatever <laughs> you i'm not gonna go like oh have you do you know about laura loomer do you are you into politics <laughs> you want to know the worst yeah. thing uh, when i went home for thanksgiving i found out my grandmother listens and she's a big fan oh, man and yeah, i was we, like oh no we found That's... that out uh after we released uh ellen peck and that was like i made so many sex jokes so like horrible <laughs> awful pussy jokes yeah. on the episode and like right after we released it also was like hey uh I was trying to let my grandma listens. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, I I I live with my mom, and tonight she's at, um over at my grandma's because she had some minor surgery and she's looking after her. Uh, and I was really glad because I was so paranoid <laughs> she was gonna walk in here and say, "What are you doing?" And I was I would have to tell her, and she would want to hear that. Yeah. She would want to listen to this, and I would have to be like, "Look oh. at my boy." <laughs> the good thing about it is, is my mom does not. Uh, there's no fucking way she knows how to listen to a podcast and i would just say like oh i think they lost the file I don't my, think we're my mom either but my grandmother knows she's a lot more tech savvy than my mom yeah um, a weird world to live in my grandma just had to call me over earlier how, today i really want to know and i know that uh we're not supposed to get off track but um <laughs> <laughs> how did it come up to your boss that you that you have a podcast I don't know. I was just kind of like chilling with him one day in his office to keep from actually working. Right. And it just kind of came up. I, I don't know how it came up. I think it came up because we were in the break room where somebody was like telling us about how the vaccines are actually plots by the government to control us. Right. And me and him right. kind of made eye contact. And like, <laughs> we were both like, okay, you're a good person. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, this guy's full of shit. And, and hey, what, if you if you like uh, shooting the shit with me here, let let me tell you about a great deal I found. Go on over to uh, Apple uh, Podcast and check out if you catch my drift. I'm on there. <laughs> please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, please. It we'll was do. like in the first few episodes of the podcast, we we're putting like 17 downloads up a week, and I was like, man, I got to get these numbers up. We got to go fucking <laughs> <laughs> boost the ground. Oh, Let's go. Man. I I I really am like. 
like I think I drive like uh, my coworkers crazy. I just started a new job like three months ago, and I'm very much like a person that just like I do not get into like what I'm doing. Like when and I'm not doing anything. Like I'm just not like I'm. But it's like it's they're like like my I um our department is just like two people. I work in like a small co-op. Um, and so my fucking guy that I work with, like my manager, he'll just tell me like every fucking detail of like everything he did, like the night before. And he'll be like, what did you do? And I'll just be like, oh, you know, I just, you know, whatever. It was cool. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I don't get into, it's like, no offense, dude, but like, Hey man, I feel that. like I've got my own life going on. So I feel that, like, but I also uh, have like but, diarrhea of the mouth. Like I can't stop yeah. talking and like, Everyone yeah. that has ever talked to me for five minutes knows every intricate detail of my personal <laughs> life. I just can't stop myself. <laughs> well, see, at my old job, I was really close with like my manager, and I was like, I would talk to her about like everything that I had going on, like in my life and stuff. But like at this new job, I just don't know anybody like well. Like it takes me a long time to like warm up to people, you know. Like I don't know. I'm just okay. like a very quiet person, and especially at work, it's just like I don't really want to be here. No offense, but like I would never choose to be around you. Like, uh, <laughs> and like, it's like, let's just all be polite to each other and just get, you know, this over with, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of personal boundaries, if you want to reach me off of here, my phone number is 229. God damn it. Quit it. Quit doing this. My address Stop is 60. <laughs> Social security um, number is. Oh, Zero. You know this is recorded somewhere. So if, if <laughs> the listeners, even if it gets bleeped out, like Charlie, Dwayne, or I could easily uh, steal your terrible credit. Um, <laughs> you don't want it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 2019 immigrant caravans. Up, We're gonna get. I'm. A, I'm damned if I'm gonna get through this episode. We're gonna. We're gonna do it. Um, Dwayne, you're gonna like these. I don't think you know about these. So, like I said, she went to Home Depot. Oh, I know about the immigrant caravans. And let me tell you something. I've had about enough <laughs> of these people coming. No, but Loomer, Loomer goes to Home Depot, gets these day laborers. What does she do with them? She finds where Nancy Pelosi lives. Oh, my God. Yes. Jumps the fence into Nancy Pelosi's backyard. And they set up tents with all these day laborers that she found at Home Depot to protest the, the, the immigration policies of Nancy Pelosi. Once again, you're not really persuading me to dislike this Loomer character. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I, I And I know we're not supposed to talk about politics on this show, but one political belief that I, I hold dear uh, is that no elected official in this country should ever have a, a, a day of peace in their life. This kind of thing should happen to every this is racist and it was horrible. And like the point she was trying to make was awful. But this is the kind of thing that Nancy Pelosi should have to wake up and deal with like every day of her life. There should be people in her yard yelling at her all the time. Yeah, yeah, every day. And would it surprise you that she never pressed charges? Well, you can't, you can't bloomered. <laughs> that loomered bitch there's nothing you could, what are you gonna do call the police these right. people don't even live here so then so, <laughs> so, so then she turns her sights because she's having her california moment to gavin newsom and she pretty much does the same thing she um again breaks into the governor's mansion 
and she has a bunch of people dressed in sombreros and fake mustaches to protest Newsom's embrace of Mexican immigrants. Oh, God. I yeah. can only see it. Like, yeah. she breaks in the governor's mansion. She has a boombox on her shoulder. She didn't get into the mansion. She got in the yard. But she was there. She was doing her thing with a bunch of, like, racist Mexican memes, living memes. Um, also, fun fact. Dwayne, do you know this? That Nancy Pelosi uh, was a cousin by marriage to Gavin Newsom. No, I did not know that. Yeah. So Ron Pelosi, who's Nancy's brother-in-law, is at one point the uncle by marriage. It's a bit of a stretch to uh, Gavin Newsom. And it's mostly, once again, because these fucks only marry each other and they don't go very far. Um, yeah. I mean, you're talking about like Newsom was also married to Donald Trump Jr.'s current girlfriend, uh, Kimberly Guffoyle, Guffoyle, whatever her name is. You know what? Say what you want, but I'm glad these government officials are keeping the Southern tradition alive of keeping it in the family. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> it's really do. Um, so now in, in 2019, like you alluded to earlier, right after well, we these- know, we know um, Ted Cruz is in, is in a stepmoms. We know that for a fact. <laughs> oh, no, stepmom. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the same year. She uh, you, you you alluded to this earlier, but she teams up with fellow right wing grifters who we were going to talk about, but they fucking suck. So we're not going to Jacob Wall and Ale- Alexander to make a documentary targeting her old pal once again, uh, Ilhan Omar. And it was called Importing Ilhan, a documentary exploring Representative Omar's marriage scandal. And this is gross and horrible and i don't like this at all yeah i man i I mean in all seriousness and i know i was just talking about the nancy pelosi stuff a minute ago but like whatever you think of Ilan omar like this gets really sick and weird in a way that is like just not appropriate on any level no dalton do you know anything about this no, I don't. So basically, they Ilan Omar is a Muslim member of Congress from Minnesota, right. and the whole thing is they they find these. There's been a rumor on through these like white supremacist circles that Ilhan Omar married her brother, and so this is the documentary that they say is going to prove that she's married to her brother, which is gross. I know we've talked from time to time about cousin fucking, but in in reality, this is like a horrible thing. And I can't even imagine, and I'm not, I'm not simping for Omar, but I can't even imagine what like her DMs look like on Twitter. Like, oh, they've got to be disgusting. Oh, got to be the most horrible. And it's shit like this on top of her just happening to be a Muslim that is just like, I, I, God, I can't even imagine the shit that she gets. You are a moderately attractive woman on like, um, I I mean, I don't know if you'd say Elon Omar is on the left. But in that spear, um, just the horniness that the right <laughs> is good, like because th- they're they're horny for her, but they're angry about that. They yeah. do not want to be horny for this woman. Yeah, like, why are they've you making never, me horny? They've never seen an actual Muslim person before. And Ilan Omar is out there and, you know, uh, she looks like a normal looking lady. And that makes them feel things they don't want to feel. Because they've already made up this narrative in their head of what they think a Muslim woman is. Right. I mean, that's the big the person. And I don't like her, but I feel terrible. I feel bad for um, 
AOC because people are just horny for her in a way that they do not know how to handle. <laughs> how to process. Oh, I, know, I know how to handle to the choir, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Huge so, fan. Could yeah. say I'm her only fan. Oh, God. You and Ed, man. <laughs> so, I've, had, I've had arguments. Please don't put this in the show. I don't want to be talking about women's looks on a podcast. <laughs> but, voice of women. But... <laughs> Dude, she's not hot. You're like, fucking she, out of your goddamn mind. She is <laughs> out of your she mind. She is a normal looking lady. Like she's attractive, yes, but she's not like brother. I'm gonna go to North Carolina then because there must be something in the water over there. <laughs> god. Oh my god. Charlie, there's gonna be so many outtakes of this episode. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I don't I'm off, yeah. But I've been having fun. I'm just um, leaving everything in. It's this is no. This is well, all the, on the, good, table. the good thing about it is nobody knows who I am. I cannot be canceled. I don't. I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, going we're gonna on. put your Twitter up next time. But that's that, about all. That's all I don't we have. Got. I don't have anything going on, so you can't. You can do nothing to me. Don't <laughs> unless um, you work with me, and you should not be listening to this. <laughs> Please turn it off hours ago. Yeah, come um, on, man. So she's doing all this fucking like horrible Omar shit with her brother and this has become her thing because Elon Omar has become like her her default thing. But- if, okay. And let me say something too about that. <laughs> Even if she did marry her brother to get citizen, who ca- who gives a fuck? What yeah. who cares? I got I got a lot of thoughts because at my job Wait, are um, they saying they married that she married him to get what they are saying yes what they are saying yeah. is that she married her brother so that she could become a citizen of the United States. And it's like, no, she did not do that. What court would like, no, like, it's like, it's the kind of thing that is so easily disprovable. Yeah. But she made her career off of this. Yeah. And and I got to say, I mean, so part of my job, kind of an unofficial part, is that I work with our immigration attorney and I deal with a lot of immigrate like employment immigration stuff. So I know more than I'd ever thought I would know about how the immigration process works in the United States. And I got to say, it fucking sucks. When you come to the United States as someone from another country, the, the barriers that are against you becoming getting even a visa, like let alone a green card or full citizenship is horrendous and it takes years and years and years and the you know not not shitting on them in particularly but it really was a problem the trump administration made everything longer and protracted everything um i i've had people that have had to resign in my work because the processing time on their visas was too long and if they continued to work the the employer didn't get in trouble but they would get deported and these are people with kids that are in the united states it's it's fucking horrible so you know, I'm, I'm I'm not endorsing the yeah, idea. Yeah, I mostly just make sure like the apples aren't rotten. And yes. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've just I've learned a lot more about this as a result of this job that I didn't know about before, and it's fucking horrible. So I I don't I'm not condoning someone marrying their brother. She didn't do that either. Just to be clear, but this is this is what's great about Loomer is she says a thing that just is like to- so completely untrue, but like. Nobody can stop her. It's just like, well, hey, uh, I'm in ISIS now uh, at college. And then they're like, okay. And then she's like, ah, 
Hillary Clinton's dad is a pedophile and she wrote it in my book. See? And then she's coming here now <laughs> with this shit. It's, it's like she didn't marry her brother. No, like, but she just you she, can't marry your brother. I don't care if you have lived in this country your entire life and you can do whatever you want to do behind closed doors. You cannot marry your brother. Right. In any state. <laughs> but at the same time, not allow that. But she also like inadvertently makes the point that, hey, our immigration system is so fucked up and broken that like people would maybe attempt something like this. Not that Elon Omar did this, but like she makes these points that she doesn't realize she's actually dunking on herself where she's like, she went so far as to marry her brother for citizenship. Yeah. You know why? Because citizenship is so hard to achieve by people that are not from this country that, that people would actually stoop to something like that. Not that it happened, but it's like, you don't realize that you're, you're self-owning. And that's her biggest problem is that she, not her biggest problem, biggest problem is she's an Islamophobic fuckhead, but it's one of her problems is that she's like, I don't even know. Um, but naturally, what do you follow up something like this with? You announce that you're running for Congress in Florida. Dalton's favorite state. Fucking love Florida. Florida is the just God's country. It's the yep. Wild West. Yep. So she Wild West, the cocaine of palm trees, baby. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> so all this Omar shit is going on. And Loomer decides she wants to run for Congress in Florida. God bless her. Um, she has decided that she is going to run against the Democratic incumbent, Lewis, uh, or, I'm sorry, Lois Frankel for Florida's 21st congressional district. And she has to beat out initially, she's beat out five other Republican candidates in the primary. Right. And so you're thinking, no way, this French candidate. But she does. She beats all five of them. <laughs> she has a 42% uh percentage election which just smokes everybody else that's in the race so she Wild. wins the republican ticket and goes head to head with um frankel for the seat um so i think this is a good time to really talk about her being a grifter because i think up until this point we've made the point that hey she is getting paid from someone to do all this bullshit, but it, the only time you can actually verify any of this is with her campaign finances. And so she, you know, she worked for Veritas. She worked for rebel media. She's worked for Infowars. She's been a correspondent and she's getting a little change from there. There's no way there wasn't like a bunch of billionaires that are like subsidizing her this whole time. What we do know about her are from the records of people that have contributed to her campaign. And I think Dwayne and Dalton, you guys will think this is interesting. This is actually from Vice. Um, among Loomer's donors is Jolene Cherry, a top music industry executive based in Los Angeles who famously discovered Lady Gaga and has worked with Sony and Universal. Public records indicate that Cherry has donated to Barack Obama and the, the DNC in 2008 and 2012. She didn't make another donation in her name again until last year when she gave money to Trump. The Republican National Committee, Representative Steve Scalise, and Representative Devin Nunez. But the biggest check she wrote was to Loomer for the maximum single donation amount of $2,800. Um, yeah. So this is a woman who went on a journey very clearly. <laughs> Man, you really saw through her poker face, didn't you? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. God damn it. He discovered Lady Gaga and Lauren Loomer. 
arguably the two most influential people of our time. Honestly, we should try to get her on the show. Lady Gaga, you think she'd come on? No. <laughs> Jolene Cherry. <laughs> we should totally try to get Stephanie Germanotta on. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So she got so she's getting money from this. Well, I just thought that was wild that she went from like donating to the DNC, which who knows donates to the DNC to donating to Laura Luber. Okay, okay. They talk about this is and man, I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna keep this short. I know. But um they 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 talk about the um the like the um the bernie to fascist pipeline you remember when they were right. yep. yeah 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 oh okay. yeah but what is absolutely real is the obama to trump pipeline there is like sure. a ton of people who voted for obama twice and then voted for trump yeah, yeah. i agree <laughs> yeah never uh Fuck the first election between Hillary and Trump. If it would have been Bernie that was running against Trump, I'm 100% sure Bernie would have won because there was more like Democrats that were like, oh, never Hillary. I'm just going to vote right. for Trump. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see that 100%. Although, arguably, tinfoil hat and not so much tinfoil hat, the media did everything they could to bury Bernie in that, in that campaign. And Hillary, too, in retrospect, yeah. because if you remember it, it was just treated like this idiot is not going to be president. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Which I don't I don't cry any tears at any point to anybody with the last name Clinton, unless you're George Clinton, the lead or leader of Parliament Funkadelic. Rest in peace, brother. What are all these words that you're saying? I think what he, really, did, he wait wait whoa 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 you don't know who Parliament Funkadelic is, brother? You're speaking another language to me right now. Oh I my, like your words, Magic Man. Oh my god! Oh my god, <laughs> Dalton, you just wound me. You wound me. I'm gonna send you a song, and it's the greatest guitar solo that's ever been recorded. And you're gonna go, you're gonna roll your eyes, and you're gonna be like, "That's not true." And I'm gonna send it to you, and you go, "Holy shit." What was that? And it's because George Clinton told the guitarist who I've had a couple of drinks. I don't actually remember his name said, I want you to play like you just found out your mother died. And that's what he played. And it's fucking incredible. Is it as good as uh, Kurt Cobain's guitar solo? And it smells like Teen Spirit. Go away. Go away. <laughs> just mute yourself. Just turn off. your. Can I kick you out of this chat? Can I just continue to talk to Dwayne and like not have you in this? Hey, hey, you can talk to me all you want to. But I just want to say there's four of us on the line right now. Only one of us has been to a stained concert in 2021. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> all right we're, this is not a music podcast because i would be voted off very quickly <laughs> so the only reason i know who that is austin is because of the movie pcu pcu yes i love that movie that's yes. a great movie yeah everybody should go watch pcu god i love that movie that's how i know about them dalton watch watch pcu and know who george clinton is anyway um so she is running for congress and she's got these donors huge like deep pockets um one of the guys tits (laughs) 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 alex alex jones donates to her um the co uh founder and former ceo of home depot bernard marcus gives her a bunch of money um and it's crazy because her donors 
actually she outraises her democratic opponent. Um, and this is from a vice piece. It says still Loomer has so far managed to outraise her democratic opponent. She's pulled in $1.6 million compared to Frankel's approximately 850,000, according to the most recent FEC filings. That's a shitload of money that she's able to raise $1.6 million. She's she, she's got backers and they are sending her money. Um, see, it's wild to me that you say Alex don't support Sarah. I could just see him like going up to her all like half drunk, just coke to the gills. Hey, little Laura, uh, what do you think about the uh, protocols of the elders of Zion? Uh, give me a <laughs> let me know real quick what you think about that. Oh, no, he behaves around her. I think he thinks she's pretty. I think he really has kind of a crush she's on her. Big and, no, whatever and I she, she's on. She's on influence a bunch. If you go to band.video, she's all Are we going to talk about the super horny Laura Laura thing. At the end of this, yes. the thing that happened very recently. Yes, okay. we, are. <laughs> yes we are. I'm saving it for the end. Um, I think. I think as long as we're, I think imagine we're, being horny for Laura Loomer. Yeah, no, we're gonna even if I, you're Alex Jones, man. Come on, do a I, I think we're thinking of the same thing, but we'll see. Oh, um, Dalton's gonna look her up. Okay, because it's time for the age reveal. Look <laughs> at this woman, Dalton. Look okay. at look at picture. How old do you think she is? Uh, twenty seven. How the fuck did you get it right? She's yeah, twenty eight. <laughs> okay, wood, wood. Oh, oh my god! god. You're, she, she, she looks, you? looks, she looks you twenty eight. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know about you guys. She I looks twenty eight to me too. Yeah, I don't want to talk about looks. I'm, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to shame her. But she, she's pulled a lot of shit. I feel like she doesn't look twenty eight. I think she looks a little older. But oh, that's you can. You gotta really sit down and talk to yourself (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway (laughs) so she loses her her election she gets whomped by like 20 points which is not a surprise because that's what that's what clinton lost or beat trump by in that district she beat him by about 20 points and so um she decides she's gonna run again i mean she's a jewish republican in florida Florida. yeah that should be a slam dunk that's what i'm talking about nobody likes laura loomer no no person she had all this fucking money behind her not one person voted for her (laughs) so that's the thing is she's actually now targeting instead of going after a democratic seat she's going after her republican seat and so she's challenging in a different district um this district i think it's uh district 11 and she's going after a dude named dan webster who's a conservative and a lot of people are like she's actually probably gonna she could beat him because she is a republican far right republican challenging um, uh, like this old ass you know middle of the road republican and she might actually win a seat in congress in 2020 terrifying it's terrifying (laughs) but we live in the same world as like Marjorie Taylor Green and yeah, oh Marjorie you know, Taylor Green loves Laura Loomer. She tweets about her all really? the time. They, oh, they're are buddies. they are buddies. They are buddies. <laughs> um, so this is all really, I think, surprising considering the sheer amount of platforms that she's been banned from. That she can successfully run for Congress, potentially successfully run for Congress based on all of the platforms that she's in. And I, I want to read from her website her campaign website about all the platforms. And she says she was talking about um, all of the big tech platforms that are out to get her. And so she says, because of her effect- effectiveness, 
as an activist. Um, Loomer was targeted by the left in big tech and is banned on nearly every single social media platform, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Uber, Lyft, Uber Eats, PayPal, Venmo, GoFundMe, Medium, Teespring, and even Chase Bank shut down her access to her online banking. She's she's banned from Teespring. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's not banned from YouTube, though. And still on Tinder, to. if you're okay with her being Jewish. Yep. And she's on Tinder. <laughs> she's probably on. Uh, I thought she'd have to be on J Date. J Date. Was, that was the joke I was trying to reach for <laughs> and couldn't get quick <laughs> enough. <laughs> so she's not banned on YouTube. And her campaign, again, I mentioned earlier, if you want to go see her greatest hits video, it's on YouTube where she features all of the, the uh, getting loomered uh, clips. Love it. Uh, are on there and actually it's worth a watch i think it's kind of hilarious because it's taking down a bunch of these weird democrats um so yeah so uh also her 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 idea of getting over on people is just her looking like an idiot and getting thrown out of somewhere like i ruined this event for everyone you <laughs> must feel like such a fool i'm i'm like i'm i'm not a hillary person at all at zero like i've never you don't say there's nothing that you have said up to this point <sighs> that would make you think that you're not a hillary person but but i but i will say this is that when like loomer confronts hillary at big quotes at a book signing hillary owns her owns her and i was like how does it feel to be so fucking terrible at what you propose for pout to do that like you get owned by hillary clinton well hillary clinton in all fairness to her like she's a professional politician like that is her job and that is what she does. Like Laura Loomer is just a person who gets like drunk during the day <laughs> and then just goes and yells at somebody and gets a million dollars a month to do that. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> true. Like Hillary, like she says something to Hillary and Hillary just like outright laughs at her. And it's so cutting. It's like the perfect response where you're like, yo, Hillary just destroyed her. <laughs> But yeah. that whole edit ends up on her victory reel on her website. And I'm just like, it's really kind of sad. Um, so let's talk about 2020. Loomer posts the following because why wouldn't she? I hope I get COVID just so I can prove to people that I've had bouts of food poisoning that are more serious and life-threatening than a hyped up virus. Cut to September 2021. She caught COVID. He was right. She's fine. So. <laughs> so she said on in september 2021 she said this is what she said i have i had a fever chills runny nose sore throat nausea and severe body aches that made my whole body feel like i got hit by a bus and after sleeping a few hours my symptoms started to remind me of how i felt when i had a bad case of the flu a few years ago but then literally hours after she said that and she said that on getter which is she's on every one of the right wing social media that is that's the trump one trump sponsored social media one then she went that 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 exists yeah it does it's called getter g-e-t-t-r oh wow it's a real thing well then she went on telegram which is another one a few hours later literally a few hours later and she said just pray for me, please. Can't even begin to explain how brutal the body aches and nausea that come with COVID are. I am in so much pain. 
I said it was the worst sickness I've ever felt. It felt like I got hit by a bus. But honestly, I mean, it's not that bad. It just goes to show you that uh, the Democrats are lying because I'm totally fine. Yes, I was in the hospital for for three weeks, but I mean, I got out. So, hey, if it was really a bad virus, I guess I would have died, right? Dude, she's such a clown. She's such a clown. She's not oh, anybody that takes her seriously or gives her a lot of money is just like a demented old fucking freak. It has to be, it has to be like there's some really evil rich guy who just thinks she's really funny and hot. And it's like I don't even think that. I just think they think like, hey, if they sit around with their buddies and they're like, if we give this idiot enough money to like feed herself. She'll do anything we tell her to do. She'll <laughs> and she will. That's the thing. She will. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, so I just so just a couple more things, and then we can wrap it up. She's I, I I will mention she's also a conspiracy theorist, but she's like one of the worst conspiracy theorists I've ever encountered. Like she's completely disinteresting. She's I I just don't find anything that she says. She thinks most of the mass shootings are false flag of events with crisis actors. And she might want to rethink that after Alex Jones got oh, yeah. shit sued out of him and lost all of his cases. So she should really be careful. It'll That's be OK way. because Alex Jones will start reset wars pretty soon. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Another podcast. Um, she is also just to put the like bow on her being a shitty person. Um, she believed that the Las Vegas shooter was affiliated with ISIS. He wasn't. He was this old white dude. The Jason Aldean concert shooter? Yep, that's the one. Okay. Not affiliated with ISIS at all. Um, after the 2019... Unlike Laura, who is technically affiliated with ISIS. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the 2019 uh, Christchurch mosque killing, which 51 people had died, she said, and I quote, nobody cares about Christchurch. I especially don't. I care about my social media accounts. What the fuck, fuck her? <laughs> um, oh my God. And she, and she even <laughs> had an opinion on the most recent um, killings in Waukesha, Wisconsin. You guys know about that? Where the, the, the guy like plowed through a bunch of people at a Christmas parade yeah. and killed a bunch oh, of people. Oh, yeah. 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 So this is what she had to say about that, just to make it really current. Luma wrote on Telegram, quote, the three suspects in the car ramming in Wisconsin are black. My guess is that they are probably black Muslims because this was a direct attack on Christians. And there's only one ideology that is demented enough to attack people at a Christmas parade. That's absolute bullshit. There was only one person in the car. And in fact, an archive of what is believed to be his sensitively to Facebook page includes posts praising Jesus and Christianity. She's so, Jewish. Uh, no, she just hates Muslims. I thought she was Jewish. She is. She hates Muslims. Then why does she hate? I mean, why does she love Jesus so much? No, she doesn't. She's just saying he was Muslim. That's why he ran people over. Jesus was Muslim? No. The guy who drove the car. Okay, gotcha. You should read your Bible, sirs. You'll find all types of weird shit in there. Like, do you know Jesus was a Jew? Uh, and then that brings us to our last point, which is, I think, what Dwayne was talking about earlier. Um, <laughs> Roger Stone. Offered to have his sperm frozen for Laura Loomer if she wants to bear his child. 
On his Gab account, this is what he said. Since I don't have a biological heir, and because I built an heir. Oh my God, an heir. An heir. This man thinks he has a throne. (laughs) (laughs) And because the freedom movement needs future warriors, I'm going to freeze some of my sperm in case Laura Loomer decides to bear my child sometime in the future. Hashtag freedom. Hashtag warriors. That is so fucking gross. I, I, I will is. say some like depraved gross shit, but nothing like that will ever come out of my mouth. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing any person has ever done. <laughs> I, I, okay, okay, okay. Because here's the thing. Are you sure you about got- that? Because I remember on Reddit, there was this guy that fucking came in a shoebox for like five years. I'm pretty sure that's pretty fucking weird. Dude, that guy at least like... He didn't he, plan to he, put he it was, in he was anybody. It right. he, too. He it was just a different box. way. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this: there has to be some kind of like. I mean, I've 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 never been to a sperm bank. I'm not sure how it works. I got to imagine there's some kind of consultation. Someone at least comes in and says, "Hey, you know, do it into this and da 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 da," and so. They're like, do you have any questions? And he's like, well, I actually do have one question. Uh, you know, can we make sure that this goes to like someone specific, or uh, you know, can you just hold it for like one person? Or and they're like, uh, uh, like you know, your wife or uh, Laura Loomer, she might come by and you know, uh, in a few years and want this. Uh, if you could just leave it here for her, maybe we could just mail it to her. Oh God, just the visual of like. It's Roger trying to like get anything <laughs> out of that old dusty thing he calls a wiener. I mean, can you imagine Laura walks into the sperm bank one day? Ah, is there some cum here for me? I want to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I, 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 so this obviously was shocking enough to like make it over to Twitter, even though Roger Stone and Laura Loomer both been banned. The 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 screenshot of this. One retweet of this got 11,000 likes, which is, I think, hilarious. Because at the end of the day, we can talk about Laura Loomer, but there's only one king, and it's Big Daddy Stone. Big Daddy Stone will always reign supreme in this fucking world. And the fact that he's christened Laura Loomer as his heir apparent is pretty fucking telling. Because she has big tits. And he's a fucking swinger and definitely wants to fuck her. Oh, for sure. For sure. Brother, you don't you don't keep your cum in a refrigerator for somebody you're not trying to have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. That's the last line. That, that <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're gonna wheel out a red carpet for Dwayne. Where can we find you, buddy? Um Oh, I guess I'm on Twitter if you want to follow me. <laughs> you should all follow Dwayne. Dwayne has got incredible music reviews. I'm a huge fan of the content that he's putting out. Even if I don't always like the band, which there's a lot of bands that I'm like, hey, yay, but I appreciate the reviews. Highly thing, recommend following. One thing I have learned is that you you can't, I got to be careful what I put on polls. Because <laughs> like uh, people will just go, oh, that's terrible. I'm going to vote for that. I've tried. Uh, I put some obscure shit that I had no, I had no reason to believe that would actually. One thing I've learned too is like if I if there's like a band that I that I really like, I gotta just say like I'm doing it because Mm -hmm. uh, no, like nobody's voting for shit that like I was listening to in like 2011. They don't care. (laughs) Dalton, wrap us up. 
All right. Well, you can find uh, Dwayne <laughs> at Age of the Fever on Twitter. He does music reviews. He loves Cody Rhodes. You can find me on Twitter at Catch Dalton. You can find Austin on Twitter at Austin Agogo. You can find Charlie on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. You can find the show on Twitter at Catch My Griff Pod. We have friends. Check out our friends at Pop Van Dam, IWTV Guide, Wrestling Cheers, Super Fantastic, X Over. And also check out our friends at DoorDash. Right now, if you enter the coupon code <laughs> Lumert, you can save $10 off your first order of $25 or more. So we got, we got some fun stuff coming up because Dalton never writes down all our friends, so he forgets half of them every time that we, we, we do one of these. But well, That's the fun thing. It's a grab bag of our like affiliated podcasts. <laughs> you never know who you're going to get. It's a dice throw is what it is. It's not a grab bag. You're like, whatever comes up that I can remember. We have friends. Check out our friends at Pop and Dam. IWTV guys, super fantastic. Wrestling cheers. X over. Hard-headed and sweet stuff and bitter things. Boom. Got it. One take. We got some fun episodes coming up. I am toying around with what's going to be the next episode, but in a few weeks, we're going to have our buddy Ed back to talk about Belle Delphine. Very excited. And I, Not- that, I'm excited because I don't have to write anything. They're going to lead me through this because I don't really know who she is. Um, and so looking forward to that. But in the meantime, we will see you back in a couple of weeks on... If you catch my grift, I'm not going to yell my throat sore. I just left the hospital earlier today. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give me a, you gotta cut me a break on that one. You're a fucking mess. I don't have to do with you anymore. If you catch my grift, thank you, Charlie. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Feel the words from my lips to your heart's fingertip. Then you know where I come from. Cause I know, yes, I know everything there is to know. Cause I lost. Everything I had You see, I I could have danced on the sun But my world came undone
not trying to one up you, but I'll, if it makes you feel better, I also have a time I embarrassed myself for a wrestling person. Okay, go for it. Yeah, uh, I was in, went to uh, SmackDown in Tampa, right? And afterwards, me and my wife went to Ebor, which is where all the bars are, right? We go down yeah. the strip, and it's Coyote Ugly, and it's pretty empty. So me and my wife are like, let's go in there and get some drinks. And we're drinking, and I have my back towards the door, and she's facing the door. And she goes, the fuck? Is that Xavier Woods? And I turn around, and sure enough, it's Xavier Woods. And we just went and talked to him like a normal person. And there's like a cornhole game set sitting off to the side. I go, hey, would you like to play cornhole with me and my wife? And he goes, yeah. So this is not going where you think it's going. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and cornhole, ah. having a good time, and I'm progressively getting drunker, right? As we're doing it, and after we get done playing, we go back to the bar, have a few more drinks, and at this point, I'm like eight out of ten drunk, right? And I think it's the best idea. I should go buy a drink for this fucking millionaire. <laughs> so I go like to the bar. I'm like, two whiskeys and cokes, please, and they give me the whiskeys and cokes. And I go up to him. He has like his friends around him and shit. I'm like, hey, I just wanted to buy you this drink. And he goes, listen, that's like really nice and all. But I, you know, I can't accept that because it's open and I I don't know you. And, you know, you could have put something in it. So I'm not going to take that. But thank you. And I look him dead in the eyes to go, fine, more for me. And drink both of them right in front of his face. That's why you send it over with the. That's why you send it over with the bartender, the waitress. That's a move, man. <laughs> I was like a, trying to big dog experience. <laughs> My wife was so embarrassed. <laughs> that that seems minor. Could have been worse. I was uh, unemployed and like really fucking broke and like depressed and like not having a good time. And uh, I was hanging out with this friend of mine all the time, and. Um, he was like, hey, our other friend it got out of the military and he's getting ready to move to Texas and he just wanted to see some people from high school. You want to go hang out with him? He'll get us some weed and like we can chill. And I'm like, OK, yeah, that's cool. And so uh, we took my mom's car up there and because uh, I didn't have a car or anything at the time, like shit was bad. And so <laughs> and so we drive up there and we uh, he's, we go pick him up and he's like, hey, let's go to the Domino's. My brother works at the Domino's and we'll go get some weed. And I'm like, OK, cool. So we go and we park and we drove like 40 minutes to go see this guy. Right. And um, he's in there like 15, 20 minutes and we're sitting there. And so he comes back and he's like, all right, I got it. And he pulls out like one uh, joint (laughs) and, and we're sitting there going like, Oh my God, we're both unemployed. Like, Money's hard to come by. We used the gas to get up here. Like the little bit of money we had, we were going to buy some weed and like chill tonight. So he's got one fucking joint, right? So we, we start smoking this joint and I swear to God, this is the best weed I've ever fucking smoked in my life. Right? <laughs> I, like I've never smoked anything this good. And, and we get up and there's three of us and we smoke half this joint and we're all like too fucked. And we're like, let's just quit now. Go do something else. And we'll finish the rest later. Right. So we go out to eat and for a while we go to a bar and we're just kind of chilling and uh, we walk out of the bar and I can smell the fucking car from across the street, like the weed. And (laughs) I'm like, Oh, that's, you know, that's probably not good, you know? And so, um, so we're driving back to his house 
And it's in like this little, you know, like suburb. And uh, he's like, hey, my turn is like right here. So I slow down to turn. And he's like, no, 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 not this one, the next one. So I kind of like stopped and then started and drove off. And, and so um, we had just lit the joint back up, right? And so as soon as I like do that little pause and start, the lights come on behind me, right? Oh, and so, um, oh, no. so my friend throws it out the window, right? And um, so we get to, I said, dude, I said, uh, that's all the weed you had, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, do you promise me? And he said, yes, that's all I have. I said, well, we're okay then. I said, this is my mom's car. There's no, there's nothing in here. There was a ton of shit in there, like camping equipment and stuff. Cause my brother had just borrowed it to go like on a camping trip and stuff. I said, but there's no drugs in here. Like as long as you don't have anything on you, like we're, we're all good. You know? And he's like, okay, well we're fine. You know, I'm like, all right. I said, well, cool. I said, well, then we don't have anything to worry about. Just, you know, beat you. <laughs> I, I've been pulled over before I'd gotten a ticket for weed before, you know, and my friend, the same thing, you know, but he had been in the fucking military right out of high school. He'd never been pulled over or anything. So he's like panicking, you know, zero real life experience. Yes. Yes. And, and he was like in the air force and he was like, dude, I was hanging out, like just cleaning out hangers and stuff. Like I wasn't fucking doing anything. He's like, I went to like somewhere in South America and just fucked around for four years. And like, now I've got all this money and I'm going to fucking. So he actually like, uh, came out of it pretty good you know right and so um and uh but he's like getting worried you know and i'm like okay cool and uh so the cop comes and right away he's like okay i want you to tell me how much fucking weed is in this car three fucking cop cars pulled us over right they're thinking they're gonna make the bus of the century because the, the fucking car <laughs> fucking reeks dude it has been three hours since we smoked half a joint and this car you could fucking smell it from like 200 feet away so i said there's no weed in this car you know and he said so you weren't just smoking in this car and i said no you know no sir no and he's like oh, da, 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 da. he goes get out of the car and he's like, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to search this fucking car and we're going to find something. And all fucking three of you are going to jail tonight. Right. And I'm still like in my early 20s. I'm still enough of a dickhead to be like, fuck this guy. I'm not going to fucking jail. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's no fucking way in this car. <laughs> I don't have to worry about shit, you know? And so I was like, look at our friends. Like, ah, you know, whatever. Dude, they searched that car for like 45 fucking minutes. And um, I remember when we walked out of the car, there was another cop and he's like, go over there and he's going to pat you down and we're going to, we're going to search the car. And uh, the second cop just kind of gave us a look like, dude, I'm sorry. You know, like, I don't know what to tell you. This <laughs> and, uh, and so he's like half ass patting us down. And then like, we go and sit and there's two other cops like throwing shit out of the car and fucking like, say so searched his car f- from head to fucking toe for like 45 minutes. Right. And so uh, the guy's kind of sitting there bullshitting with him because the guy's talking about the Air Force. My other friend, Aubrey, does not say one word from the time we get pulled over until the time we leave, except for the one thing that they've been up doing the story for. So we're sitting there. The other cop who's really pissed off and cussing at us and stuff, he comes over and he goes, because he's not found anything in the car, right? And he goes, okay, I'm, I'm telling you right now, tell me where the fucking weed is in this car. 
And I said, I'm telling you, there's, there's no weed in the car. We haven't, we haven't been smoking. And then my friend who was in the air force pipes up and goes, Oh, actually I, I was smoking in the car. And we both look at him like, you fucking dipshit. We were just about to go home. You know, like we're about to get out of here because this motherfucker had nothing because he went over and talked to his buddy for like five minutes and came over and talked to us. And I looked at them both and I said, we're going home. I said, he's not over there fucking talking to that guy. If he found if he didn't find anything, we'd be in handcuffs. And, you know, and he's like and so he comes over and he's like yelling at us. And then uh, my friend goes, you know, hey, man, you know, I'm sorry, but like. I, I just got out of the Air Force and I wanted to party and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, you're in the Air Force? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, uh, well, where did you serve? And he's like, I don't know. And my friend Aubrey, who's not said one word, looks at this cop and he goes, hey, man, why don't you think about all that he's done for our country? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that's perfect. (laughs) So you went home, you got out of it. Well, then after that, they searched the car again. We were there like almost two hours in this fucking parking lot, like with these cops. And uh, so he he, so he comes back and he goes, "Okay, you can get in the car. And I remember we get in the car and the guy goes, so what do you think is going to happen? I said, we're going to fuck home. What do you mean? He's like. I was like, we weren't, we're not getting back in the fucking car. Like, (laughs) we're going home, you know? And he's like, oh, I said, dude, why the fuck did you tell him that you had been smoking? And he goes, oh, well, I thought, you know, if I just told him, like, you know, maybe it would move faster. And I was like, it was done. Like, we were done. (laughs) You move faster all the way to jail. Yeah. Like, God (laughs) damn it, dude. So the cop comes back. And he's he's like, he's so fucking pissed off, dude. Like, he's fucking irate. Because he's wasted so much time on this, right? Dude, we smoked half a fucking joint in this car, right? (laughs) It had to be something else. He comes over and he goes, okay, uh, I'm writing you a ticket. And he said, you are going too slow and impeding the flow of traffic. It was a 20 mile an hour zone, right? And... uh, And so there was a knife sitting on the dashboard, right? And I said, hey, is that your knife? And he said, no, it's not my fucking knife. What are you talking about? And I said, oh, I don't think it's mine. And he said, well, it was in your car. And I said, oh, I said, well, like I told you before, you know, this is my mom's car. I don't know what's in here. You know, I said, I didn't mean to lie to you or anything. And he said, he said, you've already lied to me tonight. And I said, when when did I do that? And he said, he said, I asked if there had been weed smoked in this car. And I don't know what made me say this, dude, but I looked him dead in the eye and I said, no, sir. I said, you asked me, had I just been smoking? And I had not just been smoking. <laughs> and he looked at me like he was going to slap me in the fucking face, dude. And, <laughs> and then, then, then we went home and then I had to pay a lawyer like $400 to make that go away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. 